My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If He can do it for me, He can do it for you too. Hi, friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we invite presence, inspire purpose, and ignite passion in people's hearts to spread God's love through out the world. And I like to say the world, but also the heavenlies and the universe, because I know this message is not just on a television and on a recording on a podcast, but it's going out in cyberspace. And I hope other people hear this too. I know God loves everyone. And you came here for a special purpose today to listen to me. And I've got a very special person that came all the way across the United States to visit me, to be sitting in these beautiful velvet pink chairs. He came a long way and he didn't wear shoes. And I asked you this last week, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I need you to go back right now and press play and go listen to it. 4861. Nope, it's not a locker code. Uh, It's not a passcode. It's a very special number of my friend, Jeff Brodsky. He has an organization called Joy International, and he's been fighting trafficking for years upon years. It'll be 20 years for me next year, but let's have Jeff tell us his story and why he's not wearing boots or tennies or shoes. Jeff, welcome back. It's Thank so you. good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. You could you could tell stories like for hours and I could just listen. <laughs> Thank you. Because you're just so interesting. And also, I have to say, light on the eyes for me as a child. Someone asked me a question in an interview I did, and they've never it just it just dawned on me. No one ever has ever asked this question to me before. Annie, when you were growing up. What were the male figures in your life? Were there any that were positive that made you look up to them? And can I tell you, there were none, including my own father. Mm. The only thing I could think about with my father was I liked him in his Air Force picture because he looked handsome and stern and serious, but strong. But I don't remember him being like this as a child because he was abusive, of course, and rest his soul. He's in heaven now. Mm -hmm. So my daddy's with Jesus. But. You look like one of my heroes, Mr. St. Nick. Hmm. And we all know the story of St. Nick. What do you know of St. Nick? Well, I just know uh, that with St. Nick, the, with the, uh, uh, the dowry. Yes, for um, those three for the, children. For the, yep. The women. Uh, that would have been you know, sold into prostitution. Yes. Um, and, and AKA slavery. Let's yeah, just say it. Trafficking. Slavery. Yeah. Um, and I, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, Santa you look Claus. like Santa Claus, <laughs> I wouldn't have to do fundraisers anymore. I, there, I can't think of a day that I'm out in public that I don't hear that. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go into, I, I've been in restaurants. Your face is gentle <laughs> because not every guy can pull this off. Yeah. This is the truth. You have gentle eyes. Well, thank you. It's the the beard. It's it's your real hair. Your hair is curly like Santa Claus's hair Mm. probably was. And I can tell in your your eyebrows, all that. 
you've been touched by the Holy Spirit. And I believe- well, thank you. That means a lot. St. Nicholas was touched by the Holy Spirit to save those girls' lives mm-hmm. from slavery. That means a lot to me, Annie. I, you know, I've received all sorts of um, awards and certificates and uh, plaques and things like that because of the work that uh, Joint International does. Uh, with the rescue of uh, children, teens, and young women uh, out of the uh, sex trade and slavery. And the greatest award I ever received, the one that meant the most to me, was actually two, almost three years ago now uh, with an organization called FatherCon out of California. And they gave me the Heart of the Father Award. Oh, wow. That sits prominently on my mantle in my office that uh, that that meant more to me than uh, than any award I've ever uh, received, and it's interesting. It's a term of endearment, but people that uh, I work with all over the world, they all no one ever said this to them, but for some reason they just invariably call me Papa. Aww. And that term of endearment, uh, well, Papa or Papa Jeff. Yeah. And I like that better than Dr. Jeff. Papa, um, Papa Jay. And it, it means a lot to yeah. me uh, when when people feel that comfortable yeah. uh, with me. So, But Santa Claus was my hero as a little girl. Santa Claus. I We had a Santa Claus doll. My mom just passed away, so... Mm-hmm. Um, about six months ago, but the, we had this doll. It was, it had white boots on and this long beard. I used to hug him, mm-hmm. and and it was an old fashioned doll. It was made in the forties or something. But I just every Christmas she brought it out and put it next to the tree, and I would just touch the the red velvet. And I would touch it. Mm-hmm. I'd hug him and I'd kiss him and say thank you, you know, because I really thought he was bringing me presents. But not only that, it was, he was a safe person in my life. Even though I never met Santa Claus, mm-hmm. I always thought if there was ever somebody that was real, is mm-hmm. there anyone real like that? And what's really amazing to me about what you do, Jeff, is that we know trafficking is often brought on by the desire of men, mm-hmm. some women, not all, but we have a percentage of women too that right. are desiring some sort of fantasy or mm-hmm. a weird cultish sick ritual. We know the satanic rituals are are real for kids and there's good men out there. Mm-hmm. Not every man is evil. And just because some of the people that are participating are men, you are a light mm-hmm. in a dark place. Because you have to redeem the men. What are we supposed to do when these men are trafficking these little girls? Like, how do how do women or little girls, even little boys, ever trust a man again? Yeah. When they see your face. Now, the foot thing. We heard last week why, but let's reiterate that a little bit. Why God told you to go barefoot? I think, you know, that's a good question. Why did he tell me? You know, when people ask me why, this is what I normally share with them. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I just know what I heard on July 19th, 2010, about 6.15 p.m. in my hotel room. In, uh, uh, you were in, in Phnom Penh, yeah, Cambodia. Yeah, Phnom Penh, yeah, Cambodia. <laughs> and... Uh, And I had a decision to make Mm -hmm. when God asked me to do this. 
yes or no? And I, I, I said, yes. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be for a year. I never thought it was going to go. For th- if he would have told me that I was going to, he was asking me to live like this the rest of my life. I don't think I would have said yes. I think he knew what he was doing when he asked me to do it for a year. And then on that one year anniversary, um, I had a pair of socks. I was ready to put them on my feet. Uh, it was about two o'clock in the morning. I I went out to my, I had the socks literally sitting on the ottoman uh, in front of my couch. I put my left foot on the, the ottoman. I put the sock on my toes, went to put them on my feet. And I didn't share this before. And I couldn't get them past my toes. It, it was as though there was a tug of war. And I, I didn't understand what, uh, what was happening. And I, I cried out. I said, I don't know if God sent an angel to yeah, do it or to what. stop you. But it, it, just, we can't see angels. Though. They're in another dimension sometimes. I just said, mm-hmm. God, what do you want from me? I, yeah. I just, I went for a whole year. Right. And, and that still small voice spoke to me in a way that only God could. These are the words I heard within. If you were in the room with me, you wouldn't have heard it. This is what he impressed on me verbatim. Yeah. He only said it once and that once was enough. Keep going. Yeah. Those children are still out there. Yeah. And and all of a sudden I'm thinking, wait a minute, Uh, keep going. How long is that going to be? And I made a decision. I'm a little tired. As long as my going barefoot, and I shared this last week, as long as my being barefoot would motivate even one person a year to action in a way that could set even one more person in bondage free, then I would go barefoot for the rest of my life. Right, right. And and been barefoot ever since. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And I've been barefoot ever since. So has it worked? Unquestionably, unquestionably, there have been literally as a result, the end result so far of me being barefoot has literally helped us to raise enough funds to literally rescue over 3000 children and teens from wow. the sex trade as well as be able to invest in oh, yeah. in ministries like you i know uh, yeah. when we it, first just, met full when, disclosure when we, yes uh, jeff helped us uh at destiny house with uh is $15,000 i'll never forget it um yeah. That was the, the biggest gift we ever gave a ministry. Are you serious? Biggest gift we ever gave to one ministry. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I am really, don't make me cry now because I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, we were in a really tight spot. We're always in tight spots lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you came through and it really helped us. I, I don't know what we would have done. What we would have done. I, I, You know, having a safe house is. And we had never met. Difficult. We had never met before. How did you find out about us? Well, I, I read your book. Okay. Um, so I knew about you from your book. Wow, thank um, you. And then I started following you on Facebook. So I would see the posts and yeah. I would get, uh, you know, mailings. And <laughs> He would see me say, hey, everybody pray for us. And, uh, and it was just, you know, that wasn't just you speaking to me. That was the Holy Spirit speaking to me through you. Yeah. Uh, saying, because when I... 
thought, okay, you you needed that certain amount. I think you needed uh, thirty thousand dollars, and Something. we said it was, we would match, yeah, up to fifteen thousand yes. dollars, and uh, wound up just no matter what came in, we were going to give that mm-hmm, amount. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, wait a minute. God, and we met our match too. And then remember we showed you the, pa- we showed the, yeah, uh, paper. I, there was no question in my mind it was a good investment. You know, I had the opportunity uh, to go to the home. Yeah. I got the opportunity to meet some of uh, yeah. the young women. Uh, one and the of girls them, loved it. I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, Don't say her uh, name, make up a name. No, one yeah. that I shared. Um, yeah. <laughs> Her testimony. Yeah. And you had even shared that she had never done that before. Yep. And I was a wreck. That I still remember that night. I was a, a wreck. And I remember sharing with Gail. I said, hun, this was a good investment. Because um, yeah. for us to write a check for that amount to one organization, we just don't do things like that. Wow. Um, but when I think of the amount of funds that have been raised, that we've been able to invest in various ministries. I mean, those are lives. And those are tangible yeah. lives. You know, uh, we have we have our own home now. We have one in um, Uganda. Mm-hmm. We have thirty-seven girls. One of our girls last two years ago accepted into medical school. She'll be the first female surgeon in the entire wow. district of uh, Uganda. Uh, and we're paying for her entire education at the University of Kampala. Another girl that's a nurse, a, a 13-year-old girl who had a baby at wow. 13. She was a child bride. We have a huge ministry now rescuing child brides. Yeah, and that's uh, happening in a lot of countries. Yeah. And well, she's, what countries are is that happening in? It like, happens in a lot of countries, quite a lot of countries, especially in Africa. Yes, yes, uh, and the Middle East. Yeah, the Middle East. But her sister, who is a year younger than her, would have been forced to be a child bride, but she's now in school to be a nurse. Um, the shirt I shared. I, oh I, yeah, tell me the story yeah, about the shirt. The, I, I need to share with you the story of the shirt. So I'm in Uganda. And this this young woman, probably in her probably twenties, when I came there, she comes running to me, drops to her knees, and wraps her arms around my my legs. Just could not stop thanking me, crying and so joyful to see me. And I lifted her up immediately. And I I didn't know her name. Her name is Anna. Mm-hmm. And means Grace. <laughs> and she, 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 this gal wiped me out. <clears throat> this gal who. who trafficked now free she wanted she needed a job well she wanted to be a seamstress she didn't know how uh-huh. so we sent her to school paid for her education oh, i love this we paid for her <laughs> education bought her two sewing machines mm-hmm. bought her all the material this was a few over the last few years She's now a successful businesswoman who had to hire other girls and train them uh, to help her with her business. Well, when she saw me, she had to make a shirt for me. I was preaching in her church. And by the time I fi- she measured me before I started speaking. And when I finished, she came over with the shirt, put it on me and... uh Oh, wow. She made that while you were preaching like an artist, like an artist, like she was painting a picture. (laughs) And I said, I said, Anna, and this is why I'm wearing this. I said, Anna, I promise you, anytime I speak publicly, I'm going to wear your shirt. 
there, and anytime if I'm in a church, a civic or so, a social function, television program, podcast, whatever it may be, I'll, I always wear this shirt when I speak publicly. Okay, um, uh, that's great. Anna. I, I'm going to challenge you. And if I see you speaking without that shirt, Jeff, I'm going to call you up oh, and you say, won't. Jeff. <laughs> you won't. As a matter of fact, I need to get back there. because They're going to say, need, this is a repeat. <laughs> I need to get another shirt. Uh-oh. I am not going to. Well, I'm not going to say why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, it fits yeah. you nice. It's well, beautiful. Thanks. It looks like beautiful material. So, it looks anyway. like you did a really good job, too. So, it's, you know, when I see things like that, it just, I'm so excited. Yeah. In, in Two in three more weeks, uh, no, two more weeks, I'll be going to um, Nepal, mm -hmm. where we just accepted the responsibility of another home. It's the biggest uh, investment that will ever that we've ever made so far. A uh, huge responsibility. There's, I think, uh, seventeen girls there. Yeah, I had. There was this one girl when I visited there, when I first learned about them, it's called Mukti House. Mukti. Mukti. Um, in their, in their language, in Nepalese language, uh, means freedom or freedom. emancipation. Oh, wow. So I, there was a girl there about seven years old that, um, <clears throat> that was rescued <clears throat> from a brothel mm. uh, and when I went there, this gal, again, the Santa Claus thing, she would not let go of me. Um, and another gal that was there, about 17, had such anger. The director of the Mukti house, uh, she said, Jeff, this gal is very angry. She throws things. She hits the girls. I've never seen her yeah, smile. High trauma. Until wow. you. She mm -hmm. said, you had her smiling and laughing and uh, it dramatically changed her whole disposition. Yeah. You know, to think that God could use me in that capacity, of course, is a blessing. Right. But uh, we are now going there training a, a, a team just like we did in uh Cambodia, yeah. a team that has rescued mm -hmm. over 1,500 girls now. Wow. We're doing, it took us years to build the relationship in mm -hmm. Nepal. Yeah, of course. To do the same thing right, with right, training right. a new anti-human trafficking team. Yeah. So this is very exciting. This uh, is great news. We just had a girl, I don't know if you're familiar, oh, I'm sure you are, with sextortion. It's yes. the fastest mm -hmm. growing crime yeah. against teenagers yeah. in America. Right. Where uh, men in Africa, India are getting online pretending to be teenage girls or boys, right. depending if they get a teenage girl or boy mm -hmm. here in America, and they're getting them to send nude photos of themselves. And then they say, now you're going to do this. You're going to get us credit card numbers of right, your parents. Right, right. And they, uh, it, it's causing a suicide rate to explode with teenagers because they don't know what to do. Uh, I, when I spoke at a, a civic organization, uh, this was about two months ago now, a woman came up to me in tears that her 16-year-old uh, niece was taken, was kidnapped because of being online with somebody. And it took the police, the FBI, it took months. They couldn't find her. Yeah. So when she gave us the information, I said, this is what I need from you. I need this whole list of information. The more you give, the more 
the mm -hmm. easier it will be for our team to find her. Mm -hmm. We have a cyber team now that we work with mm -hmm. called the Acervo Project. One week. Mm. The girl's now free, wow. uh, back with her uh, family. Um, so this is another uh, area that Joy International is right. now involved with, doing rescues even here in yeah, America. Yeah, of course. And then you affected us to just coming to visit mm -hmm. so much more than you understand. Yeah. Um, we have six minutes left, and I want to ask you a question, Okay. Jeff. <laughs> I know I had so many more, but just I want to ask you, what would you say to your 10-year-old ten, ten self, the best advice that you could give someone right now living in today's day and age, what could you tell someone? Living in today's day and age? Yes, because it's so different than when you were 10 years old. Oh, boy. That we are living What's a universal advice you could tell them? We're living in a totally different world. We are. We are. It's you know, scary. When you, when you look at a cell phone, it can be used as a tool for good. Yeah, it could be used as a tool for evil. It's Pandora's box. Uh, it it's um, it is it, it's it's scary. When I look at my grandchildren, you know, I have grandchildren from the age uh, of eleven to twenty five, mm -hmm. and when I look at my grandchildren, I look at the world that they're in right now. It's so completely different. They. The, the word that I would give them more than anything is caution. Yeah. You must be cautious. You must be aware of what you're looking at. You must be aware of when you post something online, <clears throat> it can go literally all over the world. Uh, when people friend you, you do not friend someone that you don't know. Why are they friending you if you don't even know them? What does the word friend mean to you? Um, I would challenge, uh, especially a preteen or teenager today, to have a greater understanding of what a friend really is. Yeah. When friends challenge you or ask you to do things that you know inside are wrong, you walk away from them. They are not a friend. You have to make a determination. Is your relationship with them more important than your relationship with God and pleasing him instead of pleasing that person. And because so many people say, well, then I'm going to lose my friends. They're not friends if they're asking you right. to do things like this. Friends don't manipulate. Right. Friends don't scapegoat. Friends don't blackmail. Friends don't cheat. Friends don't lie. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's and if they're doing any one any of those of things those. or asking for naked pictures, <clears throat> mm -hmm. no, they're not a friend. Mm -hmm. There's that is a predator. The Someone. moment one of your friend and I, I, when I speak at schools, I speak at a lot of yeah. Uh, and let's talk about schools. your your book, okay? Because we have three minutes left. When and I speak at high schools, uh, I have a list of things. How many of you have ever had any of these things happen to right. you? You know, asking How a friend asking up? for a nude mm -hmm, photo, mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. like that. I'm seriously, seriously. Annie, over 90% yeah, of them Yeah, I was going to tell you 100. And, it, yeah, and I'm that's, like, that's terrible. are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's the predators are there. Mm -hmm. They're as much as we are. Mm -hmm. Okay? So 50% mm -hmm. or more. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, what's, your, what's your website? 
the website You're is just going to have to come back on. <laughs> website is joy.org. But you, like joy, joy, you're joy. A, yep. you're joy.org. need to go to our website mm-hmm. and go to the parent pages. We have, uh, I mean, so much information okay, for parents, parents. Okay. Uh, to have a greater understanding of how they can protect their children yes. from predators. And then what's this book you have here? I have two. This talks about your feet. I have. <laughs> My book, The Least of the These. The Least of These, and that's a picture One of your foot. One man's remarkable journey in the fight against child trafficking. Yay. The Least of These. If you want to hear my stories or read my stories. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to hear the whole the story. Let's get that Oh my gosh, there's book. so many. And then this one, you know, I was asked to speak at an elementary school. Yes. I thought, God, what am I going to speak about with elementary Oh, come on. Children? Santa Claus can speak about anything. And literally <laughs> when I was there, God gave me this, um, and this, whole object lesson. And I thought this could work. At the end, the principal came up and said, Dr. Brodsky, I was so nervous having you come because of the subject matter. But the teacher that told me about you said that you would be very discreet. And you were. What you just did with those children would make a great children's book. I never mentioned the word sex um, or or anything about uh, that area. To make their minds go. Yeah. Talked about child slavery, yes. but not what they're forced to do. Wow. And so that's what this is why about. Why are you barefoot? Yeah, why are you barefoot? And this is uh, for uh, elementary age children. That's awesome. You know, something else, Annie, is on our website, we do we have a full curriculum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a 12-week curriculum, elementary age, middle school, and high school. People can download, parents can, da- that homeschool can download it free. Okay. We make it for free. And so. that's joy.org. Joy.org. And that's that easy. Jeff, what a blessing you are. Well, thanks. I I don't even know. Okay. We're in competition now for crowns Mm -hmm. because yours is probably going to be a lot bigger than mine. You've been been along. You've been on this earth a lot longer, but I'll tell you what, I gladly stand next to you or serve under you. I don't care. Mm. I'm so thankful for what you're doing. And thank you for being a good example of a man. Well, thank you. To redeem the child. Best compliment that I can and, get. And 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 the woman and the females that don't have to mistrust anymore. Mm-hmm. You because know, that as, means everything. As far as Santa Claus, the gift that I want to give uh, is freedom. Yeah. Uh, nobody, no, especially a child, teen, nobody, I don't care what age you are, should be in bondage. No. And, and, uh, and, and that's why <clears throat> St. Nick is so important. Mm-hmm. He gave the gold mm-hmm. to set those three ladies. The gift of freedom. That's and that's what, what he really gave them. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. And thanks for having uh, me. You're welcome. And we will see you soon. I know you're going to yep. come back here again. Yep. I would love to. And I'm so thankful for you and God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. And I want to thank you friends for coming on Annie's Pink Share today. I told you didn't want to miss it. We'll see you next time on Annie's Pink Chair. My name is Annie Lobert. Hi, Annie Lobert here, and I talk a lot about my story, and I relate it to a lot of the talks I have with my guests and my own little preaches that I do on this show, and I just wanted to inform you about my book that I wrote. This was my name when I was in the game, Fallon. My name was Fallon York, but this is Fallen out of the sex industry and into the arms of the Savior. Super simple. Go to our website, pinkchair.org. You can get your own book. This reads like a movie. But not only that, my friends, this shows you what sex trafficking is in our own backyard, the United States.
It also talks about the destiny house, a place and also the dream house where we bring our victims of trafficking to turn them into victors of trafficking, where they get trauma therapy, they get stabilized from their terrible abuses they've been through, and they have equine therapy, art therapy, they get their own personal trainer. You guys name it, they get it. They get new clothes, they're fed, and guess what? It's free, 100% free. That's why, my friends, I need to ask you a big favor. We do nothing but donations to keep this place open and we need your help right now. Would you please go to pinkchair.org and click on donate, become a monthly partner. It's super easy to give up a coffee once a month, isn't it? Or maybe a shopping spree. Wouldn't it be nice to donate that to our housing? We have two houses and three apartments. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.